Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void or prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. How do you continue to lose close games? 11 games where we've led by at least one yep. score in the games, yes. And they're going to kneel it out. This is it. Time for the roll-in, people. Hey, let's do it. I'm short. Get ready to join the conversation. Win or lose. Victory or agonizing defeat. Disappointment or glory. Climbing the pocket is here. And we're back. (laughs) Dave here, along with Matt, even though it says flip. I need to switch that real quick. Oh, Vikings drop another one, even though they shouldn't have. But Yeah, that one uh, that was brutal to watch. There's plenty to talk about. Plenty, plenty, plenty. Fire, everybody. I'm not to that point yet, but we'll get there. Trust me. That was a bad loss. When is a loss yeah, a I, good loss? I, I get the frustrations after this game for sure, especially mm-hmm. again leading by seven and then and then losing it. And you know the the run game was was atrocious. We got gashed. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly didn't think we'd even get the ball back there at the end. I thought they were just gonna keep running it down our throats. They, I think they showed a, showed a, a stat that they were getting six yards a clip today. Oh. Uh, the Forty ers at one point, and so like that's seven point five. But yes. But then, you, bottom line, you can't go on the road and turn the ball over two times deep in your own territory. Um, I mean, that was easy 14 points there for, well, I guess they only got 10, but 10 points for the 49ers right there. Like, we gifted them that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirk throws a an egregious interception that I saw Chad Graff of the Athletic kind of call it out but yeah hey there, Beto. All the aggressive yes shots, you guys won congrats but not for uh <laughs> of course of course beto's in the chat he's he's prepping because he wants me to get on his show and yeah, that's right <laughs> um, <laughs> rightfully deserved um but yeah and then obviously the the cook injury was was just devastating and and, and to lose the ball at the same time um it's just that one that one hurts a little bit, and I hope he's uh-huh. okay. I don't think we've we've heard. I, I know they said shoulder, so the first thing you think of is maybe a torn pec. Um, so I I don't know. We'll just have to kind of keep an eye on that situation. But yeah, it didn't look dislocated, but hopefully it's not a broke collarbone. Yeah. I think though when you when you look at the landscape of the NFL, if Jason were here, he'd give me a lot of shit. But if you look at the landscape of the NFL, and especially the NFC. Um, you know, all the chips kind of fell the, the correct way for us with the right mm-hmm. team's loss. So 
we didn't really lose any ground, but it definitely was an opportunity to to gain some ground. And yes, and we needed to. As, as long as the 49ers stick around like they are, you could pretty much kiss the sixth seed goodbye. It's gonna we're gonna be playing for that seventh seed. Um, and I think did the Rams you know, beat the miracle, Packers? They're driving right now. The Rams are. They're down though by eleven. So ah. it's 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 unlikely that the Packers lose. So yeah, it's uh, it's a shame. just a, a tough one to lose. It's a tough one to lose today. And I I was hopeful, but uh, thought there were some moments where where we do it, and then just some some dysfunctional plays. And you know, hold I, on, I'm loading something up. That's why you see okay. only me. Now, let me get there. Ha-ha. Da-da-da-da. Okay, boom. What did you think of this? Where Kirk Cousins lines up behind Ole Udo. Just yeah. before he calls. So when I that- first saw it, I was thinking, all right, we're going to do some trick play maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Madison actually had to move Kirk over to the left. Mm-hmm. And I think that just kind of goes to show you what kind of quarterback Kirk Cousins is. I mean, he had that that snafu back when he was in Washington. Uh, I, I forget exactly what it was, but I, I don't know if he like kneeled it or or mm-hmm. I think he knelt it when something was coming down. And but I mean, Kirk is a is a quarterback that struggles to play off script, and I think he just got flustered there and. Again, you know, I'm not saying Kirk is a bad quarterback. I don't think he is. But when you pay him the money he gets paid, that type of stuff just can't happen. Mm-hmm. We saw it a few weeks ago. He's he's capable of calling a timeout. I don't care what he says. Right. Uh, you know, we, we saw it there today, lining up over the right guard, which, by the way, I have to imagine that Ole Udo's back end is a lot different than – uh, Mason Cole's, Cole's back end, <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so he just he just struggles to play off script sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. And yeah, it just every time I, I feel like I've just become numb to it after this season. You know, every game is like this, and I I spoke it in our uh, our show on Wednesday night. I tried to hype up the chat and. Uh, maybe it offended our guest of the of the week, but you know, I thought if the Vikings the Vikings were up fourteen seven, and I thought that if they could have gone up twenty one to seven, they really had the game won, so to speak, because it would have forced uh, the Forty ers to pass, which they didn't uh-huh. do very well. Now, one oh. thing I will give credit for today: uh, the Forty ers receivers. Let me load you up. Keep talking. Uh, the 49er receivers did a great job today. Um, you know, Debo is, is just an incredible player out wide in the backfield. The way they utilize him is, is super impressive. But the hits that these guys were taking on the 49ers today and still uh-huh. holding on to the ball. Uh-huh. I mean, you guys, we, we need to give credit where credit's due. The 49ers came with the energy today. They played some smash-mouth football. And... I I don't think there was a play where we were able to just stop them with the first guy. I think almost every play felt like they were breaking a tackle and going further uh, down the field. So, you know, 
we went we went into San Fran and and we got punched right in the face. Mm-hmm. Niner, look here, I, look who I, it is though. I know, Niner. I'm smiling <laughs> because one, I've been drinking, and two, I know of some news with the wonderful and fantastic, the great Flip Mozzie. <laughs> it doesn't matter if the Vikings lost today; it's been a great day for him. How y'all doing? Well, I guess none of us are doing that well after watching that game. I think you are. I don't care, Flip. You have to be doing fantastic. (laughs) You want to tell the kind people why? Well, we are doing fantastic because I I got engaged on Friday. Let's go. She's absolutely lovely, and she does not think... That y'all can hear her laughing right now. And be, oh, oh, we, we did. did. But <laughs> it's just a reflection of how happy we all are. Oh, I think and, it's uh, great. And yeah. I wish you all many, many blessings for the upcoming years yeah. and your great happiness to come. I think it's I think it's fantastic. It's the best news of the day. <laughs> we got engaged right by right in San Jose, which was uh Right next to the game, we thought about going to the game, but once you get engaged, a lot of things happen. I'm just telling y'all, if you haven't been there before, <laughs> things things move fast. You got to be prepared. <laughs> but no, we're ready. We're ready, and it's a really exciting times. Congratulations, man! I'm excited for you, and I can attest. I got to meet her the other week when I was in LA. She's a cool mm-hmm. girl. So, congrats to you, buddy. That's awesome. Is she okay with you in football and the Vikings? Well, I taught her I taught her a couple of key ways to cheer for the Vikings. Number one is when the when when it's third down and the and we're on defense and the defense gets to stop, you gotta yell, get off the field blank. And blank is the number of the opposing quarterback. So she's been yelling. Last week she was yelling, get off the field 12 for Aaron uh-huh. Rodgers. Get off the field 12. This week she was yelling, get off the field 10. Get off the field 10. Um, and, yeah, she's been to two Vikings games this year. So That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. That's I, so cool. I don't envy her for that. She's, she's ready for the heartbreak, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. I'm going to have to make up for that. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> All right. Speaking of heartbreak, speaking of heartbreak, good lord, this game. Uh-huh. Well, I already went on my spiel, so you take the take the mic flip. Well, I don't want to repeat anything you said, Matt, because you tend to be spot on uh, right after the game. But I will say that it's tough to expect a hard fought game and then just see the Vikings mess up in all the ways. That penalties can't stop the run game. Um, Kirk Cousins throws a dumb interception. Greg Greg Joseph is missing kicks. It's like all the things that we expect to go wrong on Sunday. You see them go wrong. You see them almost overcome it. And then, you know, still lose. I need more booze. You're right, Dan. I'm going to get some more. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> We're back. This is this is what you call a Blackberry smash, I'm told. 
Uh, oh. Nice, nice. So, like, you know what? At this point, being a Vikings fan, you're like, man, I'm just used to all the ways that we lose, but we lose in so many different ways that that's, it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. We're always going to be like, oh, here we go again. And, you know, I think most Vikings fans were in a pretty dark place until that Kenne Wongu return. And then we were like, okay, we maybe we have a chance. But then it goes right back to the same second half offense that we've been seeing. So really good opportunity to win a game on the road against a good team. They didn't get it done. I think it's actually an equal share of blame on both sides of the ball. Is there anything really to fix? It's all the things that we wanted them to fix going up to this point. At least we're, you know, five and six and not three and seven after this game. But if they're going to make a run, they need to look like one of the best teams in the NFL. And they honestly, they haven't done that all year. And on top of that, it looks like we've lost Alvin Cook for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, what was your highlight? Did you give your highlight before I got on? We got to go through highlights. I did not, but. I, I did not give my highlight, but I, I, I think you already kind of called it out. It was that it's got to be that kick return touchdown um, that really ignited us. I, I felt like we were getting we were we were becoming content and conservative with our play calling, and that kind of lit a fire under us to say, "Hey, we're not out of this." And that's twice now this year that he's done that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think when we talk about potentially having Cook out long term, I don't know what it will be. Um, I don't think we've gotten any official diagnosis, but I'm over the Alexander Madison experiment. I know some people <laughs> think he's fine. I don't. Um, and I would much rather see Kenny Wangu out there. Uh, I want to say he got his first pl- touch today as a running back. And, and he you got know what? what? It went for like five, is, yeah. five yards. Well, that was, he's got I the thought speed. it was like eight, but anyways. Mm-hmm. It was more I, than I Madison would have got. More. Yes, more than exactly. the two he would have got. Yeah, and, he, and, he, and he plays with a little bit of power, too. I think he drove some guys. Not that Madison can't do that, but Madison's more of a downhill runner. And, you know, uh, Wangu can really hit hit both sides uh, and, and kind of run behind your blockers to the left and to the right. So, you know, that would be my highlight of the, of the game, the kick return. Um but man, there were there were some pretty brutal lowlights as well. So, well, man, I uh, you know that Kirk that Kirk interception. I feel like so many things happened after that play, but that was the play where you're like, okay, they don't got it. They don't got it today. Um, and it's again to go up seven nothing, fourteen seven. You see the you see the forty ers put up twenty one straight points. It's just wild, yeah. man, and I I don't get it. I don't. And they get scored they to tie it up. They scored within the last two minutes of the first half, which ranks are bumps up that total to what? Yeah, sixty six points in the last two minutes of the yeah. first. And half. we've been up by seven. We've been up by seven in every single seven. game this year. At least seven, yes. And that is just absolutely they- crazy. Beto, I'm glad uh, we did come to play. We just didn't bring enough of it to pull it off. Kirk Cousins, to me, had a bad day. His passes seemed off in many places. They were either in the dirt or they were way overthrown. Or the, the first drive was 
epitomized it. It was Kirk uh, throws in the dirt, hands off to Cook for four, and then Kirk throws deep to nobody. Uh, there was no one near that where that ball went. And it was just like that was a foreshadowing of how he was going to play all day, and he did. And it's unfortunate he does have some bad games sometimes. He he rides a roller coaster in the way he plays, oh, and we just hit a downslope at the worst time. Never, never tell yourself that Kirk Cousins is playing at an MVP level. And I'm not saying because it's not true. It's because the second you say Kirk Cousins MVP, he goes. The football gods hear you, and it's 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 not going to happen the next game. And it was said on the pregame show with Fox. They said it's put together three good games in a row. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That duck Uh, on the the two-point conversion. um, Jefferson was was mad on that one. I'm I'm not one to normally gripe about officiating, but there are, I think, two big, big plays – one, I guess, didn't end up being that big of a a miss call, but the the overturn on well, not even overturn the call standing on Thielen's catch that was, I guess, not a catch. Oh um, my god, we all thought it was a catch. That was that was no, no, it's not. We all it it was a catch. It's yes. fact that he caught yeah. the ball. The ball never yep. touched the ground. Adam Thielen is actually my highlight from this game. 10 touchdowns this year in 11 games is phenomenal. And that was a catch. It was Mm -hmm. a catch. And the fact that we never are going to get an explanation, the fact that, you know, people will overlook it because we got that first down conversion anyways. No, that's unacceptable. He caught the ball. So give him credit for catching the ball. And, and I have not heard any explanation as to, why that was ruled an incomplete pass. I get it. Live action, maybe you think he dropped it, but when you review that, when you look at the film, you have to call that a catch. Otherwise, you're just wasting my goddamn time, and I don't like it when people do that. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty egregious. And then I haven't really watched it too much after it happened, but uh, I think on on that final drive there for the Vikings, I think – the DB kind of got there a little bit early on KJ Osborne. Um, mm-hmm. If 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 the if the play, if the officiating was consistent as it had been the whole game, then they should have called that defensive pass interference like they had been doing throughout the course of the game. And and that's that's my biggest gripe about officiating in the NFL as a whole. I don't care what the calls are. I just want to see it consistent from start to finish and on both sides of the ball. And we didn't get that. Ayuk, <laughs> Ayuk should have had a couple penalties today, in my opinion. Uh, he was getting a little aggressive, and I appreciate Harrison Smith sticking up for Patrick Peterson there, uh, but it did end up costing us 15 when Ayuk was the instigator. But those ones I kind of let slide because you're a professional, and you gotta, you just gotta learn to not react to that stuff. Uh, let the let the stuff go on. Just go back to your sideline. I thought Harrison kind of getting in the middle of that was uncalled for, but yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah, I think <laughs> it, it's it's you have to separate you have to separate <laughs> these two things because 
you know, I think the refs are bad. I am not saying that the Vikings would have won this game if the refs were better. I, oh, I am simply yeah, I just so saying that, that the refs this year, and everybody knows this, have not been great. And I'm saying it right say, now. We can say that for the last it, three decades. It, no, but it's November yeah. 28th. We're not in the January. We're not in the playoffs. Whether the Vikings are in the playoffs or not, there will be big missed calls in the NFL playoffs this year, and it will burn teams. Mm-hmm. It might not be the Vikings, but it will burn teams. It will be a big deal. It's been an issue all season long. So I'm just saying put it out there. Yeah, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins didn't play well enough today. The defense did not play play well enough today. But the refs are a part of the National Football League that nobody is enjoying right now separate from that my team can be five and six and i can still make that point mm-hmm. yes without a doubt Hookman talked about the vikings can't win on either line of scrimmage yes the play mm-hmm. from the the big bellies that i love so much was not as stellar as we wanted to put it mildly uh on the defensive side you had a bunch of uh second stringers in there working they tried the best they can. I thought Richardson got some nice pressure. Wanham got some pressure today. Got his another sack. Um, Lynch was had his motor going, but he had it going a little bit too much when he jumped the center. And then on the offensive side, they uh, there was the one play Cook was going right, and O'Neal and Odu Odu had a huge hole open, but he was caught from the backside because nobody. Blocked the backside rusher. And it was just like, are you kidding me? They've got to figure that out. Without a doubt. They've got to figure it out moving forward. Or we're... It's going to be a while before we get some of the starters back. If at all. They're not a running football team, Dave. They're just they're, they're not a running well, football no, team. Well, no. The game plans for, for both teams to win should have been for the Niners to... Run the ball, 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 run the ball. Keep running the ball and run the ball some more. Right. For the Vikings to win, it should have been throw to Jefferson, throw to Jefferson, throw to Jefferson, throw to Jefferson until everybody covered Jefferson, then throw to Thielen, right? And then maybe every once in a while throw one to Ozzie or one to Conklin. But that should have been the game plan for the Vikings from the start. Um, They didn't need to run the ball. They needed complete passes. And do it that way. And that we ran the ball too much. I, I want to. I look forward to looking at. I haven't looked at yet the um, division of play run versus pass plays, and well, it just yeah. felt lopsided today. And yeah, and that's the thing is like, look, I love Dalvin Cook as a player and as a person. I hate that he got injured, but when it comes to how that affected the viability for the Vikings to win this football game, it didn't really matter that much, honestly. Um, You need to be be able to win that football game. Look, the 49ers are trotting out Elijah Mitchell and Debo Samuel. You think they moved Debo Samuel back to the backfield by choice? No, they had several running back injuries, but they still have an offensive line who can block for those guys, and they still have a defensive line who can stop the run. So... Alex Madison has to be able to step up. Kenny Wongwu, I'm happy that he's hopefully going to get a chance to show that we can 
you know, generate. Zimmer just said game. in his press conference I, too that that he would get more playing time. Good. Yeah, the fact that Dalvin's fumble was tied to an injury is really, really tough because this is not the first time in his career that he's gotten injured and fumbled, and it's it's caused us to lose the game. Um, we can't be having fumbles. We can't be having interceptions and expect to win those games anyways. That's just not who the Minnesota Vikings are. We have to play clean football. I say it every week. We have to play clean football. We have to have the next man step up, whether that's defensive end or running back. And when you don't see that happening with this team, you know, it the second level, we we have all-stars. We don't have the second level of players to win tough games on the road like we should have today against San Francisco 49ers. Without a doubt. Uh, before you guys continue, as if, if, if you watched my show on Wednesday, uh, I had uh, Niner Sickness on, who's a 49er fan, and he also has his own show. And I have to now go on his show because I told him that the Vikings would stop the Niners today, 31-10. And so I'm going to go get humiliated uh, by a bunch of 49er fans right now. Uh, <laughs> so well, I can shoot Dave we, the link to the show. And if you all want to hop over there in a little bit when this is well, done, you can yeah. see me attempting to We'll throw it up in the, in the chat. All right. Okay. Uh, yo, yo, Matt, when you go on, tell them a few things. Number one, tell them that their quarterback sucks at football. And they can <laughs> they can tell themselves otherwise, but they know they're lying to themselves. Tell well, them they've that. already said on our chat that <laughs> Cousins is better than Garoppolo. And Cousins didn't have a great day. Number two, tell them that Josh Norman is not winning a Super Bowl ring. So... I hope they're okay with like finishing second in their division and a one and done in the playoffs. Tell them that. I hope, you know, don't, and I would also say tell them that like nobody's ever like Robbie Gould is that the double doink guy. Nobody's really sure what he's ever going to do in his life. Tell them those three things. <laughs> I'll try and remember all that stuff as I hop on there, but uh, I will. Uh, I will see you Wednesday night, Dave, and Flip. Right. I'll see you next Sunday. All right. Uh, adios there, oh, Matt. Thanks, guys. Stand up for us. Flip is a smart listener. No, he's not. <laughs> Just facts. Facts. Just facts. I'm going to switch <laughs> this to Flip. I'm coming over, Niner Sickness. Uh, I got to move this. Yep. See you, Matt. See you, Matt. Love the And there we go. Flip's here. And that's just the two of us. That's all I got, Dave. I know. I don't have much more either. Um, I was looking at what is next. And to me, what is next goes down to what is our schedule. Who do we have next? The Lions? One game at a time. Try to get back to six and six. Yep. What's our schedule showing? Where the hell is the schedule? I've got it in here somewhere. Oh, come on. I got to rename it so I can find it easily. Oh, well, I think it's the Lions are next. Um, yeah, so um, we just got to try to be to not be that team that loses to the winless team. 
mm-hmm. and we'll go from there. Yep. We'll now, uh, there. if we can get uh, Niner Sickness or Matt to post the link, I will throw it up in the chat before we go. Um, if you guys are curious, it's YouTube page Niner Sickness. That's where it'll be. Um, you can catch him live there. Uh, I don't think we have anything more, do we? Other than to celebrate your being taken off the market. <laughs> there are I've women off the market for a long time to be. There honest, are women but... weeping everywhere. Like all over the globe. Yes, that's I'm right. Telling you, that's right. So you know, my phone is just blowing up with <laughs> buts and ifs. So, um, Daniel says, "Lions, Steelers, Bears." Oh my, that's who we've got next. Hopefully, um, Ben Roethlisberger is still playing by that Steelers game. We could use that. Uh, if not, I will see you. Have we got a? In the huddle, or uh, Vikings hot take this week? We're going. If Eric's ready, I know he's got his Christmas sweater ready, so I'm ready for some more hot takes. I hope y'all are too. Until then, Skull Vikes. And join us tomorrow night for uh, Climbing the Pocket Mondays, where we turn your Mondays purple because Sunday wasn't so nice. And... As we always say, Skull Vikings! Skull Vikings! Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell. And if you're listening on your favorite aggregator, make sure you rate us. And always feel free to join the conversation here at Climbing the Pocket. Skull, everybody!